Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. The Forbidden Door is right around the corner. This Sunday, we're going to be live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson watching it with the Enforcer with all the friendos. So be sure to come on by. Wrestling's always better with the friendos. Yep. Tonight, we're going to talk about AEW's Dynamite, the last Dynamite before Forbidden Door with a couple more matches in place. Uh, we're going to talk about some NXT. And, uh, and, and first, appropriate to NXT, we're going to talk about this little bit of news that dropped today. Uh, Triple H apparently uh, announced that he was uh, back at work back in March for WWE with different with different a different role yeah. apparently. Yeah. Uh, after his uh, cardiac event, but uh, we hadn't really heard if he had any involvement in NXT 2.0. Now John Pollock from Post Wrestling reported today that the game spoke at the WWE Performance Center Orlando and stated that he's back. Pollock added that, quote, it is unknown what that entails, but that was the wording I was given. Interesting. It, very interesting. I wonder, are these dominoes falling over from the uh, the, the Vince McMahon hush money scandal? Laurinaitis, uh, you know, he's, he's gone. Bruce Pritchard takes his uh, talent relations job in the interim, and uh, that opens up maybe a spot for heartbreak. And uh, Triple H to, uh, to to click it up again at the head of NXT. I would have figured that the cardiac thing would have precluded him from doing that. But maybe because he's got some help with uh, HBK and exactly. he's been doing it for a while now. Exactly, yeah. It could be more of a, hey, I got a good idea. Yeah, it could be more of a collaborative thing. I'm sure it was even before Triple H had his cardiac event. But, you know, splitting the workload more 50-50. I'm sure Shawn Michaels at this juncture now is working ridiculous hours doing NXT 2.0, overseeing uh, NXT UK uh, have Triple H join them to split the workload in half and then they both actually work normal 40 hour work weeks maybe if Vince catches word of that yeah listen that's not happening I might watch it's not your watch anymore dad um, 
So yeah, kind of interesting. NXT's got a little spring in its step these days. The ratings are up a little bit. It was up mm-hmm. to like, I don't know, 640,000 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, with a decent demo, like the they're, they're starting to get that youth demo with basically a bunch of no names, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, is it a coincidence that Apollo Crews demonstrates time traveling or uh, prognostication abilities? And the ratings go up? Think not. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, look, I, mean, I, 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 did, I is enjoy- that how he pitched going to NXT? Is he had one of his visions and said, "Hey, send me the NXT ratings go up." I mean, you know, hey, if I had that ability, then yeah, man, I'd be using that. Except I'd be going down to the liquor store, being like, "Hey, give me these lotto numbers, and my bank account will go up." Steve would use it exclusively for personal gain. Obviously, of course, why wouldn't I? Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, that's cool. I enjoyed the yellow and black brand. Uh, and uh, Triple H did seem to be a pre- pretty creative guy, had a lot to offer in that respect. So I, I like this for him, maybe more than whatever duties he had before, some sort of pencil-pushing stuff or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, filing paperwork. Yeah, no, whatever, data whatever entry, he was doing. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, data entry. He, was, he, had to, he was sitting at his desk putting in data from, like, WWE yeah. shop sales or something like that. He's, like, overseeing uh, the graphic design of their terrible merch. He's like, God, I'm terrible at this. Everybody's just talking shit about my graphic design skills. Skills. I'm to MSP and book some shows. <laughs> They're back on the road. I'm gonna score the loop. Uh, so yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Wonder if he came up with JD McDonough from the McDonough Family Wrestling. Yeah, I, was, I mean JD's not a bad name. It's not as good as Jack Rum, obviously. Jack Rum is is prime name right yeah, there. The shout best. out to Kaufman. And, yeah, shout out to Kaufman and Anthony for uh, Anthony F for that uh, McDonough Family Wrestling. Let's talk. Let's talk Dynamite. You know, there was some concern, especially after Adam Cole said he wasn't going to be there, that Okada wasn't going to be there. I never, I never gave up the faith. Mm. I had faith that the Rainmaker would be there. Yeah. And my faith was validated when he came out to make the save. You hear that coin drop? Oh, goosebumps. It was like when The Rock, he shows goosebumps on his arm during his, his promos. Got goosebumps when I heard that coin drop. And Okada is going to be at Forbidden Door. I'm hyped. Uh, we get a fatal four-way match for the IWGP. World Heavyweight Championship between himself, Jay White, Adam Cole, Hangman Page. Uh, you know, I guess they just, they just decided rather than have two singles matches, well, this Fatal 4-Way, put the title in it, have our cake, eat it too. Um, it should be a really fun match. It brings uh, some star power to Forbidden Door, especially since Brian Danielson ain't going to be there. Yeah, no. Rainmaker makes anything better. Best yes. wrestler on the planet. Absolutely. He's great. So. Good to see him there. Uh, yeah, like you said, also, uh, Brian Danielson came out to kick off the show tonight. And, uh, and yeah, basically said – he said a lot of stuff. He but, did. you know, the meat of it was, uh, I'm not cleared. Didn't say why. Went on Twitter. Dropped a gift saying, I'm not going to tell you why. It was a Britney Spears gift. And uh, so he didn't say exactly what the issue was. Um, but uh, it, he seemed to indicate that it's not going to be something that's going to keep him out yeah. In perpetuity from wrestling. Yeah. So uh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the short term, uh, he does have a replacement. Somebody, uh, a, a, a proxy, proxy yes. of sorts for for, for himself uh, against Zack Sabre Jr. Who also made an appearance, just showed up, went on the stage and dropped a couple of dickheads. Yeah. He uh, which he totally did. Like he said, dickhead a couple times. He did. I heard it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, uh, you know, there's three names that sort of, uh, spring to mind, Jonathan Gresham, uh, uh, Claudio cameraman and, uh, and Johnny Gargano, uh, all three, just amazing technical wrestlers. Gresham, uh, before his recent, uh, injury, I guess he's back wrestling again now, but, uh, you know, he was sort of making the case for him being the best technical wrestler currently mm-hmm. on planet earth. Zack Sabre Jr. Is, uh, has, has claimed that title for a long time, so this would probably fit really well if it's it those would. two guys. It would. He, he, my feeling is they still want to do Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson and still do it for the title of best technical wrestler on planet Earth. So if that's the case, then Zack Sabre Jr. has to win at Forbidden Door. And so that would kind of preclude, I would think, Claudio uh, and Gargano from being mystery opponent because if this is their debut match in AEW, they got to win. Um, uh, Gresham, I mean, he could, pr- he, could he take an L? I don't know. Maybe, um, some other names that I've seen floating around Twitter or, or, or thought of, uh, uh, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. have him be, uh, Brian Danielson's replacement. 
Um, and then, you know, you could have Jaden Lethal cost the match, protect the loss, Zack Sabre Jr. went. Lee Moriarty, fantastic technical wrestler. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Um, uh, Timothy Thatcher, someone in chat mentioned this. And yeah, then I really saw uh, uh, Karen mentioned on Twitter, Chris Hero. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He hasn't wrestled in a while, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, doing seminars be and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing about isn't Gresham still the Ring of Honor champion, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if but, they want to have their the Ring of Honor champ lose. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's sort of the only other caveat. It, out of all those names, I, I, I agree with you on pretty much everything you said. I I wouldn't put it pat like I think Claudio Cameraman he, he he can't lose in his debut. Gargano, I could see him coming in and being like, "Eh, what's the big deal?" You know, I'm mean, he's like he clearly is in not a rush to come back full time. What's to say, you know, ah, I'll come to eat a loss, come back, I'll get a win later. So here's a, I don't know. A, here's another thing to consider is not only are, they, are is this wrestler replacing Danielson in this match, they're replacing him in blood and guts as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, in any event, it'll be interesting. I was, kind of was hoping they would they would debut him tonight. I don't know what's going on. No, into it's intrigue. Show. You got to watch the show now. Well, yeah, I get the philosophy, but I don't like waiting. I want it now. Yeah, I know you don't like to wait. Oh, perfect. Jorge says Green Cane. Let's do that. Hoss Hart. That's what Enforcer says. That guy's already the Wrestle Juice champion. Oh, man. Anyways, let's go ahead and dive into it, man. Sure. Uh, Brian Danielson shows up for an interview, of course, uh, to to address Blood and Guts and Forbidden Door. He says, it's a great week to be an AEW fan. It's a great week to be a pro wrestling fan. Got Forbidden Door. And then um, a week from today, you get nearly the opposite thing from an interpromotional pay-per-view with two of the best pro wrestling companies in the world. You got Blood and Guts. Gory self-mutilation. God damn it. He says, uh, I love that the crowd is excited about it as I am about that violence, about blood and guts. He's I was expecting to be part of both those events. He says, uh, uh, Jericho paid Zack Sabre Jr. to challenge me to a match, claimed he was going to prove he was a better technical wrestler than myself. He said, I was excited to prove that that wasn't true. But uh, uh, also, top of that, I was totally going to crush his trachea. Crowd got crowd pop for that one. He says, uh, I was excited to get into blood and guts to get revenge on Chris Jericho. But here's the thing. I got some good news and I got some bad news. The bad news is because of what Jericho and Hager did at Anarchy in the Arena, I am not cleared to compete at Forbidden Door or Blood and Guts. But lest anybody be concerned about my overall health, my mind is working. I could read 500 words a minute and run two miles up, breaking a sweat. He says, don't worry about me coming back. He says, that's not even the good news. The good news is that Eddie Kingston has gone on record to say I'm a judgmental prick. Damn right I am. He said, because of that, I got really high standards. So when I promise you that something is going to be amazing, it's going to be amazing. And I have found the one person I trust to take my place at Forbidden Door, the one person I trust to take my place at Blood and Guts. He says, the one person in the world who will take it to Zack Sabre Jr. and they go kick in Jericho's head at Blood and Guts. He says, we're going to be astounded by what they're going to do in AEW. And he says, who? He says, don't you guys know I came out of the bad guy tunnel? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell Zack Sabre Jr. either. And then, sure enough, Zack Sabre Jr.'s music hits. He walks to the ramp. He says, hey, oi, ticket. Oi, ticket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got a John Moxley promo. He says, in a week's time. He says, you know, the wrestling business, some things are business and some things are personal. He says, in a week's time, it's personal. He says, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society blinded my best friend with a fireball, put my partner on the shelf. We found out in Vegas that they could fight, but next week we find out if they can survive. And he really hates Chris Jericho. He says uh, men like him that are driv- driven by money, fame, and ego will find out how much they're willing to suffer next week inside that bloody steel cage. But before that, it's maybe the biggest match of my life against maybe the best wrestler who ever lived. He says it's been three years. The last three years I've been transforming into a better man, into a father. And for Ben Dorm, I'm looking to transform yet again against Tanahashi. He says tonight is business, but on Sunday it's personal. Once that bell rings, I forgot what he said, but it's best he said it's personal. Yeah, sort of a standard Mox promo there. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had Rapunky, Rapunky Vice, Rapunky Nights, uh, and Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. Fun stuff. Uh, setting up uh, all the various matches here. Orange Cassidy, Will Ospreay, Rapunky Vice, FTR, United Empire, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, in the end, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy gets the win with an orange punch on uh, on Fletcher from the Aussie Open. I don't really know much about these guys. I need to, I need to watch more Aussie. I don't Open either, but that that uh, uh, double team Alabama Slam thing they did was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, after that, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, my favorite wrestler, walk to the ring. United Empire get on the apron. FTR come out. They got a huge pop uh, to even the odds. Yep, yep. Uh, then we got a Jay Lethal, uh, Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt promo. Uh, Dutt is very happy because Satnam's in-ring debut went so well. That means it's time for a celebration. He says they're going to India. And uh, Jay Lethal, uh, he wants to celebrate, but he wants to celebrate becoming TV champ. But that can't happen until Joe comes back to work. So you got two options, Joe. One, you tape up your shoulder and you face me, or you vacate the title. After that, we had Christian Cage rocking an awesome turtleneck in full heel mode. Uh, he had an interview way too long, but uh, I thought there was a lot of funny stuff in here. I thought there was some good stuff. He, uh, he saw, you know, the crowd's booing him and stuff. He was like, I can stand here all night uh, till the crowd shuts up. And he's like, uh, come on, let's let's show some decorum here. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> Say, let's see. Let's get some decorum here. Shut your damn mouth. Uh, I liked when he said it's really rude to make me talk over you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, uh, did anybody think I was going to let Jungle Boy eliminate me from the Casino Battle Royal? It's like, how long ago was that? was Christian's debut. I know, it's great. And then Tony said, that's awfully petty. He says, yeah, it is. <laughs> he said, and the reaction I got out from all you people after being eliminated was concerning. I'm a legend. He says, uh, I shouldn't get cheered when I get eliminated. He says, but here's the thing. If people like Jungle Boy so much, uh, maybe you should do a bit of a background check on him. So I decided to go against my better judgment and get on social media to find out more about him. Man, what a cesspool social media is. He berates the fans for knowing nothing about the business, you know, giving, giving their Twitter opinions, mm-hmm. uh, saying they don't matter. You don't know what's going on in my business, et cetera, et cetera. He says, Jungle Boy cost me a lot of money by costing me the Battle Royal. He says, but then I thought I'd make some more money repping Jungle Boy. I'd make that money back, rather. 
He says, you think I came back to help the next generation? He said, that's a bunch of bullshit. I came back to make big money. He says, and I've heard people complain about their contract backstage. Well, you want some advice on how to make some Christian Cage money? He says, have a match people actually talk about more than a week later. A match that they name pay-per-views after. He says, do that. And maybe you'll be in, uh, in, in my pay grade. He's talking about, of course, TLC. Uh, he says, Jungle Boy does have the talent, but he doesn't have the killer instinct. And here's the final nail in the coffin. He says, the one time I don't go to the ring with him, the one time I don't pep talk him in the back, he ends up losing the title. He says, it's like the saying goes, you want something done, you got to do it yourself. He says, now I got to get my hands dirty, and that pisses me off. So Enforcer, of course, had a great point here. He's like the guy whose phrases outwork everybody, so averse to working because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tony's like, hey, but yeah, what about what happened after the match that was going viral on social media? Let's throw to that. And they showed that great clip that was on the fight broadcast of uh, Christian cursing out Jungle Boy's mom and sister and them, mm-hmm. them cursing him out. Mm-hmm. And he says that uh, he's a piece of shit. And he says, you know what? I was giving Jungle, Mo- Jungle Boy's mom the chance to apologize to me forever having given birth to Jungle Boy. And instead, she flipped me off. But I think the real reason she's mad is because she's a little bit sweet on me. She wanted me to be Jungle Boy's father. He says he never wanted to be. I never wanted to be Jungle Boy's father figure. Because Jungle Boy had a father, but he's dead. And he, if he were alive, he'd be ashamed of Jungle Boy. That was a bit much, dude. That was, that a, bit was a bit much. But we all know it's a business, and I'm sure Jungle Boy gave the go-ahead for that. Uh, he says uh, he tells Jungle Boy to enjoy his early retirement at 25, and then he's interrupted by a Luchasaurus. And Luchasaurus corners Christian in the ring. He starts choking him out. Christian still has the mic. He's like, ah, stop it. You're hurting me. You're really hurting me. He's like, listen, listen. He's like, uh, 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 he says, we need to talk. Just out in front of these losers over here. He says, we need to talk. Remember what happened to Marco? And the whole crowd's like, whoa, what's he talking about? And then he says, you're like a son to me. And then Luchasaurus uh, releases his grip. And then he says, come on, we'll talk in private. And then he leads him down the bad guy tunnel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a smirk on his face, too. Yeah. As soon as Luchasaurus turns his back. Uh, let me get Young Bucks, uh, Kyle O'Reilly promo. Nick says Tyler's back in the best tag team in the world. Uh, Matt says they're the first two-time tag champions. And we all might be asking ourselves, are they going to be on the pay-per-view this Sunday? Yeah, it's a safe yeah. bet they're going to be there. And then Kyle O'Reilly tells what the match is. Young Bucks are teaming up with Hikaleu. And LP, probably no loaded boot, unfortunately, Steve, uh, gets Sting, Darby, and his cronies, who we would later find out would be Shingo Takagi and Tick and Time Bomb, Hiromu Takahashi. Sting's cronies. (laughs) They called LIJ his cronies. Uh, After that, we had a stellar match between Malachi Black and Pena Escuro. Um, this was wildly fun. Of course, this is uh, for that spot in the four-way for the the All-Atlantic title Mm -hmm. at Forbidden Door. Uh, uh, Pena ate some shit early on in this match when he yeah. went for a tope and Malachi barely like got a hand up to catch him and he just ate all on his hip there yeah he his did lower it. back and I don't there. know if this was part of the story they're going to tell or not but Malachi worked that in to the story he started working yeah yeah, yeah. back extensively yeah yeah um, in any event as we kind of figured Malachi Black ended up getting the uh, the oh, win here we can't with, uh, pass over the the second rope uh, package pile driver the Pentagon did to, oh my god I know right Malachi that was amazing yeah that was <laughs> that was that was something else right there that was yeah. something I'm not sure I'm not sure what was worse that or the straight to the number 13 floorboard there at uh, at Impact Slam Anniversary. Oh, yeah Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. that was pretty rough too that was, was rough what what's uh, uh the C no not C four what's Josh uh, Josh Alexander's uh finish it's a C four spike yeah C four spike yeah oh my that Uranagi he did to Eric Young yeah because there's nothing yeah. protecting Eric Young from taking the full brunt of that you know at least yeah. with the C four uh, Josh to take some of that impact anyway so uh, yeah Malachi ends up getting the win so Penta's looking for a Penta driver his back gives out tries for a super kick Malachi catches a hits from the black mass for the win. So Pack comes to the ring, steps up to Malachi, and then Miro shows up at the Tron. I apologize, I did not get this verbatim. Uh, unfortunately, AEW did not put the the, pro, the video of the promo on their Twitter like they normally do. This was masterful yet again from from Miro, best promo in the business. He might be doing the absolute best character work of anybody in professional wrestling right now. He gets my vote at least. So he shows up at the Tron. He says, "The week after I came back, the All Atlantic title was announced. Was this your way of apologizing to me?" talking to God, his God. He says, all I wanted was my God, my gold, my gorgeous wife. He says, I'm going to take Ishii and all the bastards and all the pagans to meet God 
and then tells them, the people he's about to vanquish, Ishii, Pac, and Malachi, to tell that coward the Redeemer wants a word with them. Yeah, man. The coward is God. Yeah. Yeah, he's calling God out. Woo! Gosh, this is so good. Woo! <clears throat> uh, after that, we had a, a step down from that mm-hmm. Wardlow promo. <laughs> Got to cool it down somehow, I guess, because that was pretty hot. So Wardlow says, I always get what I want. If I don't, I take it. What I want is a TNT title. Oh, it's what I've always wanted since I was a kid. He says, I'm coming for everything I want and deserve. When Scorpio Sky is healthy, I'll gladly welcome to him to Wardlow's World. Wardlow's, Wardlow's World. world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, uh, then we had Silas Young, uh, <laughs> real man. Yeah, last real man. That's right, the last real man. Um, man. Uh, versus Hangman Page, Adam Cole, of course, on commentary. Uh, this was a fun match. Uh, uh, Silas could still go in the ring. Um, uh, he could be from the like the eighteen nineties, and I would be like, yeah, he time traveled from there. I I think you're right. Kind of feel like, yeah, that, that honestly, it's shocking. Nobody ever wanted to tell that story with Silas. Young. I know, even, it's, the, it's, even the name. I know, who names their kid Silas anymore because you know, this dude's probably younger than us. Oh, probably. I know, <laughs> I know. So, uh, Paige gets the win, um, with a buckshot lariat. Silas put up a good fight, though. So, Adam Cole, who's on commentary, grabs a mic and says, Hey, crowd, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole? But he's basically instantly interrupted by Jay White. Mm. He says, Hey, Adam, I apologize for epic story time. But I feel like I owe you an explanation. I've been giving it a lot of thought, and as the catalyst of pro wrestling, I'm responsible for all of this. And I'm also responsible for making Forbidden Door as huge of a show as it can be. And as much as I want it to be all about Bullet Club, my opponent at Forbidden Door can't be you because you lost to this guy, Paige. Twice. Twice. But, and so he, he walks down the ring. He says, but I know Hangman's dying to know who I'll face a forbidden door for my IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, and I can tell Hangman who won't be, it won't be you. So Paige mm. slaps the mic out of his hand. He starts taking it to uh, Jay White. Uh, Adam Cole comes down to make the save. Paige punches him off the apron. Uh, Jay White then flings Paige to the apron. So Paige is setting up for a buckshot. Cole pulls him off, and so uh, Jay White then attacks Paige after Adam Cole throws him back in. And Cole goes over and picks up the IWGP title, looks at it for a second, and then holds it up, primed like he's going to hit Jay White with it. Well, Jay White turns around and is like, whoa, what are you doing? Whoa. And then Cole's like, uh, get him up. I'm, I'm hitting Paige. Get him up. Get him up. And then you hear the coin drop. Okada, Rainmaker. Yes, he's there. So he comes down to make the save. Eventually, they kind of clear the ring. We get a stare down between Okada and Hangman. Um, and then Cole and Jay try to attack attack them, and then they send them out of the ring. Yeah, nice little stare down with Okada and, and Hangman there. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I guess my only thing is, like, I, this could have been cool if it was, like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have minded the sort of tag situation that we got this week with the other, the, the main event with Mox and Tanahashi and stuff. We got, like, o, o, Okada and Hangman against uh, Jay White and, uh, and Adam. You mean the pay-per-view? Cool. Uh, no, no, like, no, if they had moved oh, everything on back and then we got, yeah, well, not Rampage, nobody watches Rampage, like, on Dynamite, you know. Oh, it's all right. Good. Well, I mean, that's like Rampage, the only show left between now and Forbidden Door. Elevation. Like, no, that's what I'm saying, like, that's, I wish they would have moved all this, like, a week or two back. Gotcha, gotcha. Bring back Okada sooner. More Okada, the better, man. Absolutely, all the Okada, please. After that, we had Jade Cargill in the Baddies interview. Uh, Red Velvet's injured. Jade says, you know what? Who cares? Show must go on. They kind of they kind of just did not care that Red Velvet was, was injured. Nope. And uh, she says, but I'm still undefeated. Kara says, uh, Chris injured uh, Velvet. But the joke's on her. Stokely says, we're looking for a new baddie. And uh, all they have to do is three things. Hashtag baddie search. Make their case in 140 characters. <laughs> and, and what? God, how did he put it? Something like, sisters, please. Uh, it's a family friendly show, or, or Jesus is watching, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Keep your photos PG. Oh, it was so good. It was pretty funny. I yeah. actually like this next bit was kind of corny, but I thought Chris especially was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. When they were talking about, because then they go to Chris Atlan and Athena. Yeah. And they have an interview, and they're like, uh, they've just heard there's an opening to be a baddie, so they're acting all like, you know, they're getting silly with it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like they're says, like, I can oh, find out what if, what if, yeah. I can finally find out what Jade smells like. Yeah, I could stand next to Jade and find out what she smells like or be a top-notch bitch. And uh, Chris says, a shame that Velvet got hurt. Athena says, but it doesn't matter how many baddies they get. 
they can get 20 of them. Chris says, go ahead and uh, go on their baddie search. We've got Willow Nightingale. So, Yep. Uh, then we got Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm. I didn't know that uh, Marina and Nyla Rose had formed an alliance. My sisters of Christ. That's right. Yeah. There, there, there it is. Um, yeah, I was unaware. So it's like Nyla Rose comes out with Marina Shafir. I'm like, what's going on here? You know, I didn't care because Nyla Rose was doing an air violin and it was yeah, fucking was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That was Nyla great. Rose is great. Yeah. Um, so uh, solid match here. Um, Tony Storm gets the win, uh, reverses the pump handle slam into a roll up. Uh, Nyla attacks Tony from behind. The Marina joins in. And of course, Thunder Rosa comes out to make the save. Uh, Tony blasts Nyla Rose with the title. And then, uh, you know, we had the little awkward bit where Thunder's like, get, get your hands off my title. And yeah. Tony hands it back to her. So. Yeah, according maybe the the whole Nyla thing it's, it might be indicative of a like Rob was tweeting about how there's all sorts of story development yeah. on elevation this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Anyways, uh, after that, we had, oh, this was great. We had a Darby Allen and Sting promo. So uh, uh, Kyle, he's like, Kyle O'Reilly, you say you're not medically cleared. I don't believe it. At Forbidden Door, it's Bullet Club against me and Sting. We're going to be joined by our friends, Shingo and Hiromu. Did I get that right? And then Sting's like, it, it, it was just the way he phrased it. It's like, if you're going to say I'm teaming up with Hiromu Takahashi's like, oh, it's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, you got to put, put some emphasis on those names and not just yeah. seem like you just found out who they were two minutes ago. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it was it was here's the thing though. Here's the thing with Darby. I feel like 99% of the time he improvs. Here he had very specific bullet points he had to hit and it was kind of obvious the old hamster wheel was spinning pretty fast yeah. to get there. Yeah, probably. So, you know, that that's probably not easy. Anyway, Sting says we're going to keep kicking bodies down the hill till there aren't any left, whatever that means. Not familiar with that phrase. Uh, then we get a Ray Phoenix Andrade video package. They got a match on Rampage, and that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a really good match. Maybe maybe yeah. Roosh will show up. That'd be cool. That's yeah, going to be a really good match. So to uh, to recap, we had three matches tonight announced. New matches for uh, Forbidden Door and the kickoff, the buy-in. We get Gun Club and Max Caster against L.A. Dojo. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we talked easy, about easy confidence points there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, as mentioned, the IWGP Fatal Four Way: Okada, Page, Cole, and Jay White, and then uh, Zack Saber Jr. And this is where they mentioned this here against the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. So it's not just, hey, I got a proxy. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan says I got a proxy. No, this is a new member, at least according to. Excalibur. You know, dude. If it's like the, if it's actually like a member. And a dude who could take a loss, and it's not a champion of it's not like Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor now. He's gonna have his champion jump out to somebody. No, probably not. So I'm thinking Thatcher's probably the. It's like got it. Thatcher is the most Blackpool cut. Didn't he used to do like an English accent when he was in Progress or something? Maybe. It's like he is the most Blackpool Combat Club guy there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be awesome if it was Charlie Murphy, but I like him in D Familia. Plus, he's under contract with WWE. Exactly. Exactly. Let's try to think. Is there any any UK. any kind of noteworthy names from the British scene that that that's not signed to WWE? Oh man, I don't even know what's going. I mean, yeah, like what Flash Morgan Webster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little twitchier cheek is kind of all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cara Noir. Maggie would love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thatcher's a, Thatcher's the perfect name. Yeah. Thatcher's the perfect name. Yeah, Thatcher would work. Uh, we got our main event. Chris Jericho and Lance Archer taking on Mox and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Another fun match. Yeah, uh, fun stuff. Uh, Archer ate the loss here, eating a paradigm shift from Mox after Mox escaped the blackout. He tags in. Go Ace. 
uh, Tanahashi hits Archer with a high fly flow to get the win. And then just like an 11-person melee breaks out ringside. Like everybody from Jericho Appreciation Society, you got Kingston, you got Santana Ortiz, you got Wheeler. Um, And this whole time, Shooter's there too. This whole time, Tanahashi and Mox are just staying in the ring, uh, uh, chatting each other up. Yeah, it didn't really even seem all that, uh, you know, aggressive. Uh, nah, nothing contentious about it, really. Trading some recipes, perhaps. I don't Could know. Could be. You know, maybe Tana's going to write a book soon and he's looking for tips from Mox. Could be. He's like, hey, man, I read your book. It was solid stuff. You know, I'm stuck on Chapter 13. Any any ideas on how to intro a chat? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's talk about NXT. Notable for uh, some pretty good wrestling. Cameron Grimes and Idris Nova had a killer match. That mm-hmm. was cool. Cameron Grimes is going to be the next challenger to, yeah, Broad Breakers title. Yeah. At the, uh, what is it, Great American Bash is coming up, right? Yeah, it's, it not a, it's not a, a premium live event. It's just a special brand episode of NXT, if I remember correctly. Excuse me. Yeah, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, we had more stuff with uh, the Legatos, as Tony D'Angelo calls them. Uh, uh, Tony D had a North American title match with uh, mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes. And when looking for some weapon to, to help him in this match, uh, what's his face? Uh, Santos, Santos threw the brass knocks elsewhere to Carmelo Hayes. And he knocked his ass out with him and won the match. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was pretty funny stuff. I don't know NXT. It just it it, it makes me it makes me chuckle, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I, you know what, dude? It's it's entertaining, man. It's it's all this sports entertainment with a bunch of nobodies. I find it thoroughly entertaining. I really do. You know, we I feel like we say this, or at least I say this, kind of ad nauseum. But they're focusing on characters. Yeah, the characters motivate the stories. Yeah, yeah. I know. Santos is doing really good character work, and that's why it's it's. The, you know that story is pretty pretty solid right now. When and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but when AEW is at its worst, the, the one thing you can say is, "I got Andrade versus Phoenix coming up. That's gonna be a hell of a match." You're always gonna get you're always gonna get great matches every week in AEW, right? And I love that. But sometimes they move so quickly through the yep. character stuff they that do. they just don't focus on it as much. And NXT really focuses on that because they understand that that's what Vince wants. You know, he's not looking for work rate. He's looking for characters. Um, and there's something to be said for that. I mean, NXT's ratings have kind of been going up lately with, like I said, kind of a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, it's interesting, though, that NXT's approach to character work is comparable to NXT UK and that it's mm-hmm. nuance is the exact word I'm, I'm looking for, but it's not at what they're doing. Here's the thing. In NXT's characters are consistent from story to story, yeah, and yeah. and the st- the stories between characters are motivated by who those characters are, and that doesn't always happen. Personality clash, yeah, and that doesn't always happen. On the main roster sometimes they'll change someone's personality on the at a flip of a switch because to it fit suits. what they want to do exactly. And NXT doesn't do that, yeah. Um, and so while yeah, there's a focus on character in NXT, it's not exactly the same exact approach in NXT as they do on main roster. It is going to be very interesting to see if there is a change, if there's any dynamic shift, is there, if there's any, um, you know, if Bruce Pritchard is, if there is a domino effect like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be just like it's been interesting to see since, what, October, September, or whatever it was, them, you know, go from people who have been with the WWE for like six months or whatever, four months or whatever it was. I think it was like six months. Um, and to see them develop and see where they're going to take it. It's been interesting to see, and it's been mm-hmm. a lot of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. There has been plenty of hits. There's been plenty of misses. Um, but uh, but one thing that I do appreciate is that they have kept plenty of good wrestlers around. And, I mean, signing a guy like Idris Anofe, you know, and I God, I hope this guy gets the world because he is a phenomenal wrestler. He is. And that match he had. Uh, with uh, with Cameron Grimes was uh, was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, uh, no big revelations from NXT. Um, I'm still waiting for the dial. Oh, I mean, to there is one unmasked. one. We're getting a, a new talent. We're getting yeah, an yeah, ace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we are getting an ace. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we kind of figured this was going to happen when you after you lost to Ilya and the loser leaves NXT UK match. Uh, Jordan Devlin days in NXT UK are done. Uh, he's got a new name. 
uh, J.D. McDonough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're Jordan about, Devlin McDonough. The, yeah, they're letting him keep, keep the, the ace gimmick. Yeah. Um, and uh, the little video package they shot was fairly comparable to a lot of the stuff they had done with him in terms of stylistically. Maybe, hell, it was maybe just some B-roll they had left over from some of the other stuff they shot Seemed with him. Seemed like it might have been, yeah. And he just had to do voiceover to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally seem because like they're not shooting it. It's not looking that nice in NXT. Like they're, no. they're, they're the the NXT UK production team is top fucking it's really notch. Good. It's really good. Those D Familia apartment videos are great. If they only they had some food, they need some food on the table. They never have man. food. They have the wine. Even if it's great and fucking all. fish and chips, man. Come on, they're like every other store is a fish and chips place there. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the the only thing about JD McDonough that is not a main roster name. I don't know what they're gonna change it to. They are totally changing that name. Maybe they'll keep it JD. Maybe they'll make it McDonough. I don't know what they're gonna do, but that is not a main roster name. I'll uh-uh. be shocked Mm-mm. if they let him. If 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 he does end up keeping that name on main roster, it's such a mouthful. It is. It is. It really is. And some of the names that they're giving people now, uh, just like scream larger than life. Yeah. Yeah. Broadbreaker. That's a name no one would ever have. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And and and. JD McDonough just sounds very it sounds like it could be somebody's name. Right, yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the long lost McDonough family wrestling. Yes, Jack Rums. Long lost. Jack- third Irish cousin. Son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He took it he had a Jack Rum had an excursion in Ireland uh twenty six oh, years ago. There we go. <laughs> so to speak. Uh it kicked off with Solo Sokoa versus Grayson Waller. A, uh, a, a turnbuckle that exposed a damn exposed turnbuckle, mm-hmm. which sort of glanced the shoulder blade of uh, Solo Sokoa was enough to uh, to to take him out of it, so that Waller could hit that awesome stunner he does. I always look at that stunner. I'm like, good lord, the athleticism it takes. Like if you actually think about what he's doing, he's jumping in through the middle rope. And then, and then, like doing a flip, like a roll, mm-hmm. and then springing up to do a perfect stunner. I know, I know. Like I would love to try that <laughs> next time. Oh, man, next time we're at Action Coast, we're like, hey, Jared, let me see, Larson, try it. <laughs> I wouldn't even get through the ropes, man. I wouldn't even be able to jump through the ropes Hell like that. No. no, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> at least nowhere near as gracefully as he does it. Oh my gosh, I know. Uh, after that, we had a uh, Tony D'Angelo family interview. Tony says, hey, this is a big night for the crew. Legato, you'll get on my good side if we beat uh, Roderick Strong and Kemp. And then uh, I, and I get my first taste of gold tonight. And then Tony directs his attention to Santos. And he says, if I don't walk out North American champion, there's going to be hell to pay for Legato. You got it? And Santos says, got it. Yeah, you got it, boss. Uh, after that, we had that J.D. McDonough video package basically saying, hey, I'm from Dublin. I have a lot of good things in Dublin, and I wouldn't be leaving Dublin. All the great things I have in Dublin if it wasn't for uh, you know my desire to, to be in NXT, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, after that, we had uh, Carter and Chance in tag team action versus uh, Leon and Faraz. Uh, uh, Katana Chance here gets the pin on Faraz after they do their – finisher thing which yeah, is the neck breaker poor thing. 50 deal yeah that's yeah. pretty cool looking yeah um after that we had a wesley promo this was very it felt very genuine it felt mm-hmm. very like from the heart he was referencing mm-hmm. the nash, nash carter stuff mm-hmm. he says i want to thank the fans it's been a blessing to be here in nxt he says and it's much needed especially after the last three months he said i've gone from the highest of highs to quite possibly the lowest of lows. He says, I went from being a two-time tag champion, reigning with my best friend and brother, just to have our world explode. He says, but I must say, I wear my tears proudly. He says, but while my world crumbled beneath my feet and I look to rebuild, all I find is pain and anger, and it consumed me so much. I wasn't acting like myself, and I apologize. From Zion to Sangha, I was trying to prove myself that I can stand on my own two feet. Then he's interrupted by Trick Williams, who looks to maybe be establishing a solo name for himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he says, Wes, shut up. No one wants to hear about how lonely you are, how your brother exploded. He says, maybe the truth is you left your brother behind because maybe you're not the friend you pretend to be. Maybe Nash is gone because Wes left him behind. 
Well, they didn't, they didn't name Nash Carter at all. They didn't right, yeah, 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 no, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Wes tells uh, Trick, he's like, I got no idea. He says, he says, you have no idea how much I was there for him. He says, the way we had to rise up together to get to that point. And I understand that Trick will never understand that because you'll always be second fiddle to Mello. He says, when all the hype, with all the hype you've thrown Mello's way, you're, I'm wondering if you have any hype for yourself left, and I'm waiting to find out what it is. And Trick said, and that gets on Trick's nerves. He's like, you know what? He says, I don't work on your time. I work on my time. When I'm ready, I'll let you know. Or better yet, I'm going to treat Wes like all your friends treated you. I'll just, or I'm sorry, like you treated all your friends. I'll just leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should be cool. I'm, I'm looking, Trick is so good. Yeah, he's he so good. Like on the mic, I, I, he probably has a, a ways to go in the ring. But, man, it's time. He needs to start getting that solo shine, dude. He does. He does. Uh, then we had a Tiffany Stratton, Wendy Chu video package, and this was pretty much, I don't know, 45 seconds of Tiffany Stratton talking trash about Wendy Chu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp taking on Joaquin Wilde and Cruz Del Toro. Uh, finished this one. Saw uh, Cruz escapes into heartache, hits a Pele kick. Strong uh, sends him to the ropes, but two dimes thinks that it's Roderick coming to the ropes, so he sticks the crowbar out to trip up uh, whoever is, is running the ropes ends up tripping up Cruz. Uh, Roderick hits a jumping knee to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the little interaction between Roderick and Damon Kemp in this match as well. You know, yeah. Kemp being sort of the new guy, still learning, and uh, and Roderick Strong kind of being like, no, you, you get back out there. Because Kemp's like, man, I can't deal with this guy. He's doing crazy shit. Yeah. Roderick's like, he slaps him. He's like, yeah, get back out there. Yeah, he yells at him and slaps him. And then, and then, and then uh, Damon Kemp just goes and wrecks people. I'm sure he's uh, wishing that he was back in UK with Wolfgang, who I used a different, a different teaching method. Exactly. The let's go get drunk as fuck method. Yeah. yeah. After that, we had a G- your favorite wrestler now, Giovanni Vinci. We had an interview with him, and he says, standing before you is the most supreme athlete in NXT. He says, last week a statement was made, a message was sent, but it was sent in style. He says, I know all the champs, the whole locker room was watching. Everybody knows a top talent uh, uh, walked through in style. And then Ikemen Jiro walks in. And it says, you have style, but are you style strong? <laughs> oh, man, that shit cracks. Style strong, that shit cracks me up. It is It is funny. Uh, then we got Apollo Cruz. He's out going oh, for a walk. Man. Uh, doing I was some writing so looking journal. forward to this, I man. Know. I was so like, he's, who walks while they're writing in their journal? Apollo Cruz does. So he's Apollo writing about Cruz fear. Um, and so uh, he walks up to some, some, some dude, and, and this dude says, don't go down there. It's an alley. Uh, there's some rough characters down there or something like that. I can't really just, exactly. This dude is just on a street corner casually observing uh, three guys beat the shit out of some other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Cruz has one of his visions. And as mentioned, there's three dudes beating up another dude. And he goes and confronts them and fights them off. And then he comes back to the present. Um, and, uh, you know, he goes, walks down towards the alley before we see him. Uh, beat up the three dudes, it cuts. Yeah, so it's like I've had a vision of the future. I've lived it already. Now I'm rewinding, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it for reels or something. I mm-hmm. don't know, but it's awesome. And according to Concert Crap, there was a boom mic in the shot. Oh, wow, missed in, that. In the back alley. I'll have to search for that because you had wanted worse production value. Either either top tier or just bottom yeah, barrel. Just dog shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Apollo. Uh, after that, we had a really long a toxic attraction promo. Uh, so this was to set up a tag match. Looks like your hunch was right. Uh, Roxanne Perez says, I don't want to go after the world title. I want the tag team title with my best friend, Cora Jade. So, yeah, more people going after shit titles. Not shit titles. Not the top tier title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, but then uh Caden and Katana come out and they're like, Hey, uh the line for the tag title starts behind us. Like they're apparently unaware that Roxanne has this contract that gives her like an opportunity whatever title she wants. That puts her to the front of the line. Yes, Steve. Evidently NXT is also because the match was made for a number one contender shot for the tag titles, right? Does that announce later on? I, I'm almost positive it was. I was so confused by it. Well, that would be really confusing then. 
Like they have the contract, or Roxanne has a contract. That should be unnecessary. Anyways, well, up, you go. You go ahead. So, anyways, ends up a brawl breaks out between uh, Caden and Katana, and then Cora and Roxanne, and then Toxic Attraction just stands in the ring and kind of laughs at. Yeah. Uh, then we got Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams interview. Uh, Carmelo's asked, "How does he feel going in, into his North American title defense?" And he's, he says, "How does Tony feel going against the A champ?" He says, uh, "Actually, Trick, you tr- you checked Wesley tonight. How do you feel?" And Trick says, "I feel like money. I took care of business tonight. Now I'm passing the ball to you, Melo, so you can take care of your business." Melo says, "Business is getting handled because everyone wants next, but the only next they're going to get is the next L to the A champ." Any update? Okay, so next week I got the graphic right here from NXT's Twitter account. Next week, NXT Women's Tag Team Championship number one contenders match. Doesn't make any sense. Katana Chase, Chance, sorry, Caden Carter versus Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. Doesn't make any sense. They have a contract. You have a they don't contract. Need a, they don't need a number one contender match. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. So then we had Kiana James. She interrupts an Indy Hartwell interview, says, you're wasting your time talking to uh, WWE superstars like Indy says Indy gives the women movement a bad name. She's weak-minded and lacking mental fortitude to be successful on her own. That's that why she jumps to go above and beyond friend. numbers there. It really does. I mean, some, a lot of that, basically all this, is a, a, a qualitative analysis, not quantitative. <laughs> yeah. And if she says that she works in the realm of numbers, she needs quantitative analysis she backed by numbers. The, yeah, like the numbers don't lie. Yeah. yeah. You know, we take the numbers, we run them through the going and raw algorithm. And then on the other side of that, we start looking at, okay, well, but you can't just go eviscerating somebody like this. On subjective and, things like all this stuff. Yes. Right, totally. exactly. And say that you're all about numbers and, and, and such because I, I hear any talk of numbers in any of this. No, I'm pretty sure it's slander at that point. Yeah. So uh, Indy just says, no one cares about your opinions. Let's have a match next week. And Keanu says, cool. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Cameron Grimes versus Idris Anofe. This was uh, really terrific stuff. Yeah, that was fun. Cameron Grimes ended up getting the win, and then he sort of gave some respect to Idris Anofe at the end. Um, but the great thing about Idris in this match is that from last week, Cameron Grimes was like, hey, you're not hungry. In this match, by the end, he was actually pretty devastated by the loss here. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, mm-hmm. I need that hunger. So I like that. It's good stuff. Yeah, it was good. That bit where... Idris was just eating all those kicks from Cameron Grimes. No selling them. Hulking yeah. out. That was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, after that, we had a little silly bit with Thea Hale arriving at Chase University at her uh, dorm room, which was just a, like a motel room, I think. Yeah, it looked that way. Uh, and her roommate was uh, Bodie, and uh, he was kind of confused by that. He's like, but you're a girl. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's great. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to be best friends. She She has got quite a bit of charisma, and quite a bit of enthusiasm. She's so got a ton of energy. Yeah. And a so ton. this was this this had its charm, man. I love they had an Andre Chase sort of a faux Obama uh Shepherd Fairy poster yeah, in yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty good. So uh so yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh then we had a quick little Nikita Lyons video package. She's back next week. Um then we got Von Wagner versus Brooks Jensen. I was Von. so hoping Brooks would fucking win I this know. match. Oh, it'd be so great. You know, I so Brooks just had that cast on his arm, and he had a glove protecting that hand. Yeah. I mean, the glove says target, yes? Sort of like when they have rock tape. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Why does yeah. Vaughn work the other hand? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the most Von Wagner thing you could do. It really is. I mean, it, it worked. Really, you got yeah. the win, but. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> like, isn't it in pro wrestling, are you supposed to work like the left side or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's the left. If you work the left arm, you work an arm, yeah. But, like, isn't there an exception to be made if somebody's wearing, like, a target? <laughs> like, don't you have to break so. that rule a little bit? I think so. <laughs> you would think so. Uh, <laughs> it's it's such a Von Wagner thing, dude. It really is. It really he does is. get the win here again. Because maybe he understands I don't need to target anything. I'm just going to play this the Von Wagner way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought, well, Brooks is going to expect me to work the bad hand, so I'm going to do something unexpected to work. The yeah, there's hand. no chance Von Wagner's playing 4D chess here. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, after that, Braun Breaker, yeah, walking into a locker room. It's my locker room. Hey, look, it's Cameron Grimes. You're so sweaty. You got a lot of heart. Your heart's enlarged. Yeah, that's the Grimes I'm looking forward to facing at Bash of the Beach. 
Grimes says, if this is the Grimes that shows up, <laughs> I mean the great American woman. No, it's funnier if Brom thinks it's Bash of the Beach. <laughs> He says, "I'm gonna." He says, "Well, if this is the Grimes that shows up, I'm gonna be the next NXT champion to the moon." To the moon. Um. After that, we had a, a, a overly long Joe Gacy promo where he's pretty much telling everybody this is Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, <laughs> yeah. He says, "The two of you, known as a region in England's number one." Exactly. No, he, he, he didn't get that specific, but it was pretty clear. This is gr- mm-hmm. these grizzled young veterans. Um, pretty much, hey, showed you, uh, showed you the light, ready to take over the world. Blah blah blah. It's blah, just, it's blah. gonna be so goofy. I can't wait for the reveal because it's just gonna be like, what you guys? <laughs> It'd be great if Gibson to start doing number one. Joe Gacy's number one. <laughs> It'd be great if they like unveil themselves and then Gibson has stolen Casey's wallet. They still have the exact same the, grifter, the grifter routine. Gimmick? That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, I would fucking die. I would die if they did that. Please do that. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, then we had Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. <laughs> Joe Casey's number. Soon to reveal our identities to the NXT 2.0 universe. <laughs> oh. says this was a long con, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a long con, exactly. Oh, I would love it. I would That'd love be great. it. That'd be great. Uh, get Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. So uh, Alba evades a pump kick from Lash, hits a gory bomb. She goes up top looking for a swanton. Lash evades that and gets Alba's bat and hits her with it. Alba wins by DQ. This feud continues. And then we had our main event, Tony D'Angelo hey, versus Carmelo Hayes. Um, so, you know, you got also, you got Trick out there. You got uh, Legato out there. You got the two guys. That's going to be one guy as of next week because the mm-hmm. one guy's gone. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, Stax distracts the ref so that Santos and he's like there in the apron. Tony D's like, you know, he's like on his on his belly basically. He's looking at him eye to eye. They're only like two feet apart. Yeah. And he's like, hey, come on, come on, give me the thing, give me the thing. And Santos says, oh, you want the thing? And he pulls out, he puts on the thing. He's like, come on, slide it over here. And he goes, whoop yeah, <laughs> he slides it off to fucking Carmelo Ace. Yeah. And then the ref's still distracted. Tony D turns around, bang, hits him right in the kisser. Yeah, Santos is, Santos is doing great work with uh, this, he whole, is. this whole story. Yeah, no, he totally is. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like, Tony D, what is he thinking having his mortal enemy part of his family? Like, Tony, it's just showing that Tony's just incompetent as fuck. It's yep. hilarious. Yep. Oh, that is man. true. That fucking Gibson shit crack killed me. <laughs> so Gacy's number one. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I yeah. got a bunch of... Uh, I have a bunch of questions here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you can't make the show live, we have question threads for every recap episode we do. Uh, we will be live tomorrow on the Twitch. No, tomorrow is, yeah, we're a Smash yeah, well, Zone numbers tomorrow. numbers don't lie at three and then Smash Zone at five. Keep yeah. on thinking today's Thursday, but it's only Wednesday. No. Uh, and then on Friday, we've got our, our uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern mm-hmm. Uh, uh, podcast. Yep. Blake Whitehouse says, uh, have AEW booked themselves into a corner with the ranking system? He says, with the exception of Mox, none of the top two contenders in any division will be challenging the respective champions anytime soon. And it feels more frustrating that they're ignoring it. So, Blake, my uh, 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 suggestion to you would be fucking ignore the rankings. Use them as a tool to see, okay, what story possibilities are they going to be telling? But I've never really considered them something that they need to adhere to. I don't need that level of logic in my wrestling. I like the rankings because it does give me an indication. Okay, who do they like? Who do they want to feature? Et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And if they want to easily and quickly motivate a title match, bang, it's there. Mm-hmm. I, I, the only time I've ever looked at the rankings is that when you and I, when you and I would start talking about possible contenders for certain people, yeah. I just flip over to the rankings. Oh, who's on the horizon? Because it gives you an idea of what story ideas might be coming up soon. Yep. Uh, Jorge D here asks with forbidden door this week, how great would a NXT versus NXT UK premium live event be Braun versus Ilya Noam Dar versus Carmelo? That'd be great. World That'd be good stuff. All the stuff between, yeah, World's all the stuff that they've done with the excursion from NXT to UK has been really fun. 
Did you read any of the spoilers for uh, the most recent set of tapings? Uh, of what, UK? Yeah. No. Mm. Interesting stuff happening? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Don't tell me, don't tell I'm me. Not gonna, I'll say Does it have to do with excursion stuff? I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Uh, so, Conroe says, how do you feel about Forbidden Door? Um, I feel better about it now that Okada's there. I feel like... Unf- so here's the deal. I, I do think AEW has not approached this properly because I feel like you're already down Punk. You know you're probably going to be down Danielson. There's a variety of matches that just have no possibility of taking place. Kenny's not back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because of that, they had to scramble to uh, the the CMLL stuff. So when, the rumor was Andrade and, and Osprey were supposed to have that match. Mm-hmm. So... Because of the stuff that's been going on, they haven't been able to give you the true, actual dream card. So that's why I would have preferred them from the outset either to tease Okada so that we all know, oh, Okada's going to be there. Or you just outright advertise them. You just have them, you know, advertised as opposed to now when it's already built up a bit of bad buzz. Well, now you debut them, and now I'll, you have them out there. I'll, 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 I'll offer this in response, and this is just playing devil's advocate here. What if Okada, to a degree, is a last-minute addition? Maybe he wasn't going to be there, but with that Punk be. being out, with Danielson being out, they're like, we need some more star power for the show. Let's bring in Okada after all. That's a possibility. That is a possibility. But don't you go into Forbidden Door? Like, if what you're saying is true, don't you go into it with Okada? I mean, if you, in just... a perfect world, if and you can, yeah, but, you know circumstances exist that might preclude him from being a sure thing immediately you know mayor planning Houston says hey he probably didn't want to do it he was on vacation <laughs> he's like I, i've done a lot of work as champion uh i want to be on vacation here you got to respect that and i feel you uh let's see here uh alex foster says who would you guys want to room with if you went to chase university he said uh, and then he says you can't say each other or sangha because Sangha obviously would have been my number one yeah, answer. Yeah, chill Sangha. Oh, easy. Nathan Frazier. Okay. I'm assuming this is the entirety of NXT you have at your disposal. Or, well, okay. Am I of college age or am I a married man at the age of 43? Well, so if I'm sick of discussion, it's college age. Then Trick Williams. Good answer. Good answer. That dude um, be bringing back some women is the point. Does NXT UK count? Uh, of course, absolutely. All right. Uh, Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels. <laughs> you will be flat broke, man. I'll be at the horse track every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've already talked about, so we've talked about the Claudio, I'm sorry, the, the Danielson replacement quite a bit. We landed on Thatcher, <laughs> which seems as a name underwhelming, but as a match will be fantastic. Really good. And it fits in with the whole Blackpool combat club. He can take that L. So the battle down the line between Saber and Danielson still for a technical best technical wrestler so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Um, Xavier Gray wants to know if we think Caden and Casey are ever going to get called up to main roster. I think they're going to split first, and then it's going to be like starting from kind of scratch. It's gonna, they're going to split, and then when they get called up, they're going to be paired up with new tag partners. They're, but Yeah, you're right. They're both completely ready for main roster as singles or a tag. I would think that they would not want to go up as a tag simply because they don't do tag teams on main roster. Mm-mm. Um. So uh, I, I hope they do. You, you got to figure. I'd be. I guess I wouldn't be shocked if. I don't like talking about releases, but I mean it's a normal aspect of WWE. Um, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a fifty-fifty thing. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I do. But hopefully, I, I really want them to go to main roster and succeed. I like them both. Yeah, uh, John Fear and Loathen and Cornbread Haas kind of have similarly themed questions, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask them together. Uh, John Fear and Loathen says, "In kayfabe, how did Jay White go from saying he won't wrestle Cole or Hangman to a fatal four with Okada?" And then Cornbread Haas says, "How did Orange Cassidy, someone who hasn't wrestled in a while, become the more contender for the IWGP US title, a title AEW doesn't even own?" 
Hold on, wait, wait. Before you answer that, there's a a similar question to this. Moses Opposa says, who did Jay White think he was going to face at Forbidden Door? So uh, we see this all the time in New Japan shows after the champion or someone winning the championship after championship match. Someone just come out and challenge, and then bang, they get their match. So Orange Cassidy coming out and, you know, doing the thumbs up thing to Will Ospreay, that's him challenging. If Ospreay accepts, match is on. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's been established yeah. in New Japan. They don't have yeah. a ranking system that I'm that I'm aware of. Right, so yeah. they're not beholden to that. Um, as far as the Jay White scenario, I mean, there's bookers. They've been established that on TV. Tony Khan got on the phone with Gato after that 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 altercation in the ring. They made the match. Yeah, maybe Gato's like, "Hey, let's see how this plays out. Let's see what Jay White thinks is going to happen." <laughs> because yeah, he's just showing up. Oh, it's not going to be you. I'm the catalyst, Night Pervert. Oi. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jay White was gonna he's gonna call out QT Marshall, the ace of AW, QT Marshall. Anyways, <laughs> the catalyst, that's gonna the catalyst of AW. The catalyst of AW. Well, yeah, it wasn't for QT. None of this would happen. Uh, <laughs> Jay White versus Satnam Singh. <laughs> The catalyst of AEW, Satnam Singh. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Join us tomorrow for the Numbers Don't Lie for patrons, Twitch subs, and YouTube channel members. And, of course, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for the Smash Zone right here at twitch.tv forward slash Yeah. We're having a Sid night, yeah. We're having, uh, we're having a Sid night, then some press your luck, nice. then some family feud. It's nice. going to be a good one. Nice. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stunner. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.